0: I came to First Class Reels, I was trying to find someone to do my reel for me. The reason I wanted to get my reel done was because every like agent I'd run into or manager would be like, so can I see some of your work, and I'd be like, I don't have a reel. When we were done and I sent it out to people I've been networking with, and I got an agent out of it, and right now I'm talking to a manager after they've seen my reel, so it really was bang for my buck, like I got exactly what I wanted. So First Class Reels, do it, you will not regret it, trust me.
1: You know objective truth, Darwin? Math. That's not objective
0: truth. Math is objective
1: no, truth. No, it's not. Yes, it, it doesn't is. it fully describe reality. There's no chance you've objectively described reality. You haven't. But the record show that Lauren is bored.
0: Welcome, welcome to Lofty, Lofty Darwinism. Darwinism. Darwin. I'm Matt Loftin. I'm Darwin. Here's where we talk about politics. Trying
1: to evolve the conversation.
0: Ah, ah, uh, uh, so horrible. Horrible.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Lofty Darwinism. We're back. it is the end of August. Um I think we've all forgotten, well, John McCain has passed away, which we could get into, but that's not even the most important thing. I think the most important thing is that the president directed his lawyer to commit a campaign violation into the order of a felony. And we're all going to pretend like that didn't happen because the news cycle went, you know, to the next thing. That's what happened, Darwin. That is just, forget Russia, forget everything else in the world. He... He, he told someone to make a campaign contribution above the legal limit so he didn't have to disclose it before the election. And he didn't pay his own money. He paid that guy back for it. And it's material and it matters. And that's what I'd like to start with.
0: So a little bit of a contrarian in my heart at the moment. I feel like I'm super excited to see Trump start to go down. But I do have to say – I. It it hasn't quite gotten there yet for me. Like maybe Republicans in 1990 would have, or now would would have turned the the, like the current charges into something you know, and actually like tried to impeach somebody. But like to me, the animating force is the Russia stuff and the obstruction of justice. So it's first. It's not like paying off a stripper or paying off a porn star. To avoid it coming out is, like, the oldest trick in the book. It's, like, it's bad. It's a crime. But as hot as this whole But her emails – are
1: you about to butt her like, emails, Darwin? I don't know. I can't deal with that. I, I just <laughs> – look, Duncan like, Hunter I, is going to jail for less as his first supporter. Like, I mean, he's being indicted for, you know, misusing campaign funds. That didn't help oh wait, him get elected. That was, any,
0: that was an interesting, very interesting uh, – Duncan Hunter – Representative of California, he was great on the Bill Maher show. He uh, went on and struck me like he regularly watches Bill Maher. He struck me as a nice guy. Um, but actions do have consequences. And, <laughs> you know, but I don't what, think you, you can you commit, commit a, a remember crime the, age on the way to the presidency. If you get caught, blame your wife. That's how you that's how you respond to that type of situation.
1: Yeah, you cut out there. I'm sure – what did you say if you get caught? What?
0: Uh, The number one response uh, if you get caught is to blame your wife. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought – I wasn't sure how
1: we were going to end that Um, because there's a lot of – it was like if – the number one rule is if you get caught and it cut on me. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not going to fill this dead space because I'm going to let Darwin –
0: back and I'm just like gone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm like – it was blank. Um, But, yeah, don't – any other person in a lower office would be indicted right now for this well, crime. Yeah, and, yeah. and yes. the only reason yes. he's not right. being—and guess what, Darwin? So the statute of limitation. This is Trevor Potter was talking about. This uh, is five years on this crime, which means he's not running for re-election. He's running for immunity.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's fascinating. Look. I I really hope that we can, as a society, get around – get behind the idea of like he doesn't have to go to jail. He just needs to leave. I'm with that too. I really am. He just needs to walk away. I think it was really good for our country that Nixon did not go to jail even though he, like Trump, probably deserved it. Um, It's just – in reality, Trump – Trump is going to get away with this at least at least a little bit if this is as bad as it gets because he got himself elected president and now he's this idea now. And that's like he, he, he exited being a man and he entered being an idea, a political idea, which every single Trump supporter now seems to fervently believe in. And I think it's worth saying, like, I don't want the guy to go to jail. In fact, I really hope The guy doesn't go to jail for our democracy. I hope that he gets to step down. can we just all
1: admit what we're seeing? (laughs) Can we just all just be honest? Like, and, and just about he has been a con artist his entire life. He's not prepared for this job. He's power hungry. He's got venal people working for him who are doing worse things. And every single day, he's just playing the news cycle to get to the next moment. This is not how we can run a country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even Mike Pence, yeah. who we both think would be effective, is someone, and I don't like him. And like it may be worse for my policy outcomes that I want on some level, but that's not the point of this.
0: Yeah, in fact, I think I think that's that's where it's worth bringing in McCain to this whole conversation. You know, like we we are in the midst right now of a real crisis of just tribalism it's getting rancorous out there and i felt like nothing put that more fervently on display for me than the death of john mccain i feel like yeah there was a an identifiable just like ring around society where anybody who hated america it's like if there's one thing that john mccain really represented it was the american state like the actual government itself like in In extension beyond Republican and Democrat, the government apparatus of America, John McCain represented that, at least it's foreign policy, more than anyone else alive. Would you agree with that, Matt?
1: Alive right now. I mean, it's... Yeah, he. But he is a complicated past too, and I glossed over it on Facebook more than I should have. But I really like the guy. He's why I care about politics. He really but is. He,
0: he, you know, like the the ring of people from so many different political stripes who had something to say about it. Yeah. I felt like they all just every Trump supporter, every liberal. I just I found myself. It it hit me the exact same way. Like, dude, you are. Missing the point of what made made McCain special. It was his consistent showing up in a lot of different ways in front of the reality that politics is a game, but it doesn't mean other people aren't human beings. And that, I think, yeah. was something embodied by him more than by anybody else. It's, it's, it's no it's, – it's, it's, it's really speaks to the man that he – that the two people whom he, with whom he got into the most ferocious power struggles of his life, George Bush and Barack Obama, he invited both of them to speak at his funeral because he understood that on top of the game – was a deeper understanding and appreciation for for each other. And in key moments of his life, that allowed him to make crucially different decisions that put him in different directions from his own ideology. And we all really need to meditate on that example at the moment. That's the only way we're ever going to, like, break this logjam.
1: Yeah, it's a cycle of perpetuating abuse, essentially, both personal and to each other. And McCain, on some level, like... He was the man in the ring. He fought the battle twice. He, you know, against Bush and and Obama and it also honestly how much did it just on a like if you if you're John McCain and you look at Donald Trump how much contempt do you have to feel for that man? <laughs> Oh, and, like, yeah. it, as much as you're trying to, like, let it go, but, like, he's a draft dodger. He said like, shin splints, something like that? Like, he had, like, some really basic thing. I can't – it wasn't, like – and you spent – and, like, here's the thing. You're also the son of Privilege who was a hot shot, right? Like, even though his dad was an admiral role, like, admiral, um, John McCain was not, like, the best guy growing up. Like, he was kind of a jerk, apparently. He was a, best, it was a hot rod because he was, like, he was son of, 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 you know, of essentially military royalty, right? But he learned lessons through going through, like, the worst parts of life about humanity and who people were. And, like, he had to probably actually be the person he always thought he was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he probably thought, but, like, I'm guessing it got close to breaking him a lot of times. You can't do five years in a POW camp and it not almost break you. Or probably break you, and you have to remake yourself. You know, I mean, and that's how you know there's something more important than this game of politics. But it's also how you know how to play the game of politics on some level too.
0: But it's also like it's also a perfect understanding of why the game of politics is such a stupid game. Like it's such a stupid version of itself. It's it's let, let, let me just let me just like read. This quote to you, Matt. That I um, uh, so so when, for, when McCain uh, was running for office in 2008, uh, there was a Reason article by uh, Matt Welch, who um, is editor of, of of Reason. He's also on a podcast that I really like, uh, The Fifth Column. You know, but he's he's quoting uh, McCain here. Let me say, our greatness. John McCain wrote in his book, "Worth Fighting For." He says, our greatness depends on our patriotism, and our patriotism is hardly encouraged when we cannot take pride in the highest public institutions, institutions that should transcend all sectarian, regional, and commercial conflicts to fortify the public's allegiance to the national community. Okay, so this guy was a nationalist, right? Yeah. He was a nationalist, but isn't it crazy how, how almost controversial that sounds now? You know, like, I mean,
1: honestly, I'm a nationalist. I'm just a nationalist in the sense that, like, there is something truly amazing about the fact that we are a nation of ideals and not blood and soil, that we're a nation that anyone can become a part of you know who goes through our immigration system who maybe even doesn't at this point who is born here and then acts within the system we have all created and when you want to reform it you reform it within the system doing it the best way you can pushing the boulder up the hill with everybody else and then but we've just gotten fundamentally we we've, we've always been fundamentally corrupt but that's just humanity it's just accepting it without trying better is the problem
0: right and like i i i you know, the, uh, so 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 Matt Welch. You know, the reason I know about this yeah. article is he, because he pointed it out on his podcast. And you know, one of the things that he uh, was sort of like bringing up was was like, and, and he tweeted about it ex- extensively. He put like context in, and that's what we are we're all missing missing context. And his context really understood a more complicated version of McCain, even though he wrote the. You know, like 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 an exau- exhaustive amount of, of of material. I mean, the article that, that that was written like 2008. It's brutal. It's talking about him from a like ridiculously brutal perspective. The type of ritual with which we now talk about, you know, President Trump. And one of the realities was that he was a journalist who wrote ex- exhaustively about. McCain, but but every time he was around McCain, like they always treated him with a lot of respect and he understood that. And he, he also understood the degree to which McCain recognized that he had been wrong and that he had fought against the establishment in so many ways. Like this guy took heat at key moments in his life. So even if he voted Republican yeah. for the most part, you've never taken heat like the heat he took – for that healthcare yeah. vote, like you've never taken yeah. heat, like the heat he's taken over the years from his own party for half the positions that he's taken. You know, it's 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 tough out yeah. there. What what you have to respect is someone who understands that you aren't so toxic that you should be eliminated. You know, like the man yeah. was complicated. He was a politician. He switched his positions a couple of times. You know, he was for. You know, like promoting gay rights and then he was against it when he ran for president and then he was like back for it. You know, like it's not like he wasn't capable of succumbing to political wins, but he was really probably the best we got, you know, until he (laughs) until he was gone. Yeah. Do you think it'll help anyone find their background? I hope so. I think so. I think he like picking that Russian national (laughs) uh, Russian dissident who've been poisoned twice. By Vladimir Putin, um, he, getting him to be one of his pallbearers—that was a—that was yeah. truly. <laughs>
1: I mean, like Jeff Flake, what? This man—he makes me so sad. Because he's just so halfway there. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you really believe that's more important, you've got to do more than this, man. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. there's something more. Maybe everyone, like maybe him and Bob Corker, are being held hostage. I have no idea. Yeah. But if you really believed half the stuff they said and you really under like there's a guy named Rick uh, Rick Wilson, who's a Republican strategist who is now an never Trumper, He talks to these people he talk, and I've heard seen, heard from Republicans too who were there. They're not for this guy. The Republican Party and the Trump Party are not the same. They are not the same. Right. And, and, and like the thing that the Republican parties know, they just wouldn't ever come to the table and they kept making it be like, well, that's a really good thing to all their base. And they bred this and they fed this beast. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck between the beast and Democrats, right?
0: <laughs> and
1: they've dealt in such bad faith for so long that, and all of us have in different ways, right? But there was just a level of, you're still going to like, try you know like you're still gonna have to eventually come together in the end even if you're both trying to get one up on one another and and mitch mcconnell ended that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like you can blame baracko but but like i mean and like this thought that fox news is just now like this no man the daily show made a living for years like slowly building its way to where whatever we said would become true like the (sighs) I mean – and this is the thing about – It was
0: never this dangerous before. It was never no, this god dangerous. No, god,
1: no because because all the people all in the Republican Party thought, well, we're just we're just playing the game, right? We're just playing the game. We're just playing this game of like rallying his viewers up and like honestly, Roger Ailes is like a super genius and like he was not someone I like or agree with but he had a lid on it to some degree, right? And – had a plan with it and had limits yeah. and instead <laughs> is, now crazy all, how, like the second all his left, tiny little beasts are on their own <laughs> like Sean Hannity and, and Tucker Carlson are running American policy right now and that's not really acceptable. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not successful. And I think it's worth bringing in perhaps the most important part of John McCain, right, which is his military adventurism. And I, I, th- I think it's worth actually like kind of bringing that discussion in now because I've honestly been reading a lot of these retrospectives of McCain, looking at his past positions, looking at what it looked like then versus what it looks like now. And I honestly think he has a very mixed record on foreign policy, but not one of outright Condemnation by any stretch of the imagination. I think that it's worth actually bringing into question what exactly happened in a lot of these places where we didn't intervene, and chief among them, I suppose, would be, uh, well, duly, uh, what happened in Iraq after we left, and then what is going on in Syria, no. and ask ourselves, like, what is what is the world absent us right now? That's the because real. <laughs> that's the
1: thing, Darwin. That's the real thing. Is Bush may have gone to war in Iraq under the wrong pretenses. He should have done, he shouldn't have done it. But the other real hard truth is we either are who we are and we are the indispensable force for good in this world and thus have to take responsibility for our actions. And that means staying in Iraq. And that means working a way through, like if we really believe in Republican democracy across the world, that the individual can build institutions that can serve the individual, Right then we had a much longer commitment to Iraq than we were making. And everyone right. yes, and, well, and, and everyone backed down off it, Darwin. No, no, no. We, I mean, everyone sat there and thought, well, we lost so badly. We had to these troops. And now people don't really want us here, so we're not going to be here. And we left. And then again, when Barack Obama was faced in Syria with the red line he drew, the American people said, no, we don't want to be here. And we left. Uh-huh. And we didn't do it, now we're back in there fighting, we're back in Iraq, because we didn't just accept who we were and build on what we'd done. And it was a mistake, but it's still one you have to own. And you gotta get out and let it be what it is, or you gotta do something about it, and you gotta own what you need to do. And, you know, we could have done better. We're gonna have to still, we can't cede all that ground to Russia. We're setting up a bunch of, you know, autocracies across the world totalitarian dictatorships to some degree like egypt how much worse off is it is
0: in egypt now uh well yeah significantly i like I, I, tunisia I, I see, think about it yeah well yes it's it, the world is in engulfed in flames right now and it's it, you know, you can make the case that overall things are actually improving maybe net average. But the tension is definitely dialed up a notch. And the uh, I mean, the reality is that a lot of these places are third world war torn countries that, you know, like I, I think that you can very defensively make the argument that though American power has been misused, wielded improperly, and in the case of Iraq, horrifically misused to the degree of starting a, a massive yeah. civil war. Um, but I, 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 I actually think that it's worth saying it's possible that these civil wars in the Middle East were destined one way or the other. It's hard to believe, you know, it's hard to prove a counterfactual, of course, but it's hard to believe that America itself is responsible for all the Shia versus, uh, you know, Sunni fighting in Iraq, Syrian, you know, levels. Like it's just, it seems like we've got to take a, a second look at what having this amount of power in a world that, that features this much rampant military genocide. Well, I mean, like, well, looks like,
1: yeah, well. I mean, look, I, yeah, we are, well, I'm going to bring it back to something. You've read all the Harry Potter books, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we bought the fifth Harry Potter, we bought the fifth (laughs) Harry Potter book together at the same time. And I have got it on CD and I still love that book. But right now I'm listening to binge mode about Harry Potter and it's going like five chapters at a time through the, through the book, rediscussing it all. And it's it's reliving it, locked out parts of it as they're reading it. And I just feel like we are deep in book five in our country of Harry Potter. <laughs> and like, there's a bigger evil out there in the world, but like right now, truth isn't being dealt with accurately and is being, it is an authoritarian that, you know, you, you know exactly what book five is like. It's umbrage, it's mm-hmm. freaking fudge and umbrage. And like, yeah, my reality isn't reality, right? Like, they're like, <laughs> no, this isn't true. And just straight lie to your face. And then just bureaucratic, evil nonsense.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. and
1: it's just that's what we're dealing with right now, and we're
0: right, deep in yeah. book five. And it, it's it's really about character because it's coming from all sides. Like, like yeah. Venezuela is such a perfect answer to how socialism can go wrong. I'm sorry, guys, but it's true. It is case study of how socialism can fuck up Argentina. It's how
1: authoritarianism it, goes wrong because yeah, it was Ar- one dude Argentina running it. Argentina is rapidly
0: descending into that. And yes, it could happen here under Trump. Trump is Trump is perfectly capable of wrecking our system from a free market, quote unquote, uh, level, you know, like the, like he's just started denying passports to U.S. citizens. Like that's that's the part where you start to ask yourself what's going on. Yes,
1: on a Texas border. Did you read that article too? Yeah, I shared that. Like Oslofty Garbism, we just I just shared that. Like he's literally denying birth certificates for people born born near the Texas Mexico border. Now we always had sort of the right to do that because there have been fraud cases in the past, but let it be let it be known exactly why he's cracking down in that way. They're trying to turn the screws on these people. It is terrible. They're you know, trying like, to turn well, the screws yeah, on American it, citizens. It,
0: it is worth just kind of like, you know, just noting that.
1: I might help Ted Cruz. The,
0: the, the character of your government matters. The ca- like, because in theory, you know, a polity, a republic, is not just a giant bureaucracy. It is a collection of individuals organically governing themselves. That is at its height what you're aspiring to. It is, of course, rife with corruption, but so is all government. And within that polity, people need to trust one another and there, there specifically needs to be a mechanism by which you engage with and interact people who you otherwise would not inherently trust. You know, yeah. people who you are different from you, people who say things that you don't agree with. The purpose of a republic is to genuinely say, look, this is worth it, guys, to not fight – To not just immediately vilify each other to actually say you are a human being you're decent I respect you but I disagree with you that that is a sentence we all need to be willing to say to ourselves mentally more and more often and and not also
1: maybe it's not as important to say whether we agree or disagree but just acknowledge what the hell kind of opinion should we have on everything and this is coming from someone who's been spouting one on a podcast for so long like there, like Thomas Sowell uh, said, there are no solutions, just trade-offs. Right? We need to be honest about what we're arguing about. We're arguing about the trade-offs of life. That's we're arguing about the opportunity cost of of like all of our decisions. Not the end of the world, but we are just need to actually start being honest about what's happening here.
0: Right? Yeah. And and to and to be willing to like you know really just engage with 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 people. You know, it's like you know Matt, you, you and I today. We're having this fun and and lively, uh, you know, go between on veganism, right? You know, like we yes. we chide each other about that, and I value that, man, because I I'm I want you to speak freely with me, and for us to recognize that though there are stakes, <laughs> pardon the pun, I suppose. Yeah. Oh my God, what is that, <laughs> Matt? What up, buddy? Just put. A pair of pink sunglasses on virtually, which I did not realize was a thing you could do. <laughs> I did not realize it either. I may do this now. What? Wait! Wait! I, I don't I don't permit you to do that, Matt. <laughs> wait! Why would you? Wait! How do you? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: amazing. The, the, I just ruined our uh, podcast because this is totally a visual thing. Oh my God. It's a visual sight gag of me putting on crazy hats and sunglasses while recording on, uh, Facebook, or, uh, on uh, Dude, Facebook's video man. chat.
0: Yeah, that, that, honestly, it's, I feel right now like this is what life just threw at me. It's kind of like while we were debating about the Iraq war, the iPhone completely took over our lives yeah. and absolutely changed everything about everything. And now we're going through that. Right. You know, like, yeah, it, it, for sure. It, the entire world change. And while I'm doing this entire monologue, you just lean forward and put on a pair of virtual sunglasses. What? Yep. <laughs> like, like, that's the shit no that's going to matter about a year from now. Like about a year from now, I'm going to have forgotten this conversation. But I'll. Oh, my God. A yeah, werewolf? Man. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm changing Christ. every day.
0: Jesus, th- Jesus. This is Let's why see what our happens society this one. Is... This is why we have Trump. This is why we have Trump. Wow! Oh what God. do you
1: mean? You're... What are you talking about?
0: Because, because we, we live What's in amusement-oriented times. It's just all these little quick sight gags that distract you, and ADD goes through the roof.
1: I don't know why you believe that, Darwin. I've only got the giant bug eyes on. <laughs> it's, uh, you know... It seems absurd. Look, we do live in absurd times, but we're also going to have to, like, actually work our way through this. And I don't know that all these psychags gags will really help anybody. <laughs> now, I'm, now I've am now i got lipstick on. This is weird. There are so many different ones here. Like, yeah, technology changed all of our lives. Now I'm going to have a Harry Potter lightning bolt, I think, on my forehead, if this one is what I think it is. it makes you oh interesting this is a mask like i mean i think now i understand some stuff i've seen on the internet i didn't understand before now darwin like some of these weird mouth ones and like i, I don't go i don't do the snapchatting do you do the snapchat
0: <laughs> do the snapchat <laughs> i yeah, i am honestly gonna say it I, I'm over 30. i used to but i stopped because it was just kind of too exhausting and pointless
1: yeah. That's that's fair. I mean, I have not really done it. I think I've used it a couple times, but yeah, I mean there seems like there are all these filters and kids are digital natives and all that nonsense. But yeah. Now in the middle of a conversation with your friend on a podcast I you feel can... strangely
0: infuriated at, at at the the fact that you're just putting all these weird things on your face. I, I, I So I'm putting I mean I feel like, like it's a the,
1: metaphor for life. The,
0: like the It's Always Sunny episode where 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 they're trying to record a podcast of all things and uh, Dennis is waxing on about war and D is just pressing a duck sound over and over again.
1: <laughs> that may be what's happening right now. We'll see. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's
0: basically exactly what's happening. <laughs> well. I, I don't know. Maybe I just want to say fuck you and – Take that shit no. off of your face, but 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 it's okay. It's fine, like I'm trying that's to. That's where the world well, is coming to right now, I, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see if you'll put a crown. I think I put a crown on. Find face. There we go. Yep. There you go, Darwin. I put a crown on my head and I'm in black and white. No, I don't want you to take a picture of this. It scares <laughs> <goes> away. <laughs>
0: yes. Instagram. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Yeah, no. So that's how absurd sometimes it gets on Lofty Darwinism because oh, – can we talk about one last thing, Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz?
0: Sure, sure, sure. that's, I
1: think, what that's about. I, I mean, I, I think Beto – Beto, having seen him in person now, he's the best political athlete I've ever seen. He's so good on the stump. He's so good answering questions. He's so good being with people because and, – and maybe that's just running for office, but – Dude,
0: I, I think that something. if he wins, he should run for president immediately.
1: Stop your
0: freaking mouth. <laughs> Dude, we have, have one job. there's one job. There's one job of it. No, Darwin, have, no, Darwin, wait, wait, hold on. no don't you. ruin it. Fuck Do not you, ruin it. it. Stop ruining it. You may don't not ruin ruin it. have realized this, but I'm still not
1: Darwin, totally
0: ready it. to vote Democrat in twenty twenty. Darwin, don't ruin uh, it. I'm just saying Don't ruin it. He's one that I could vote for.
1: Please don't ruin it. Why did you ruin it? Why are you such a ruiner, Darwin? <laughs> now it won't happen. Now you're a ruiner. You're all ruiners. Everyone started talking about it way, way, way too soon. It was obvious. It was obvious ten months ago the first time I saw him. But stop okay, but talking look, about I, it.
0: I, I, I'm not I'm not in Texas, so the stakes are lower for me. Plus, again, I'm not a Democrat, so you don't care about our country lower for me. You don't want but your best saying, choice for our country? If if Beto really, ran for president, I would strongly be inclined to vote for him regardless of any policy distinctions i may have someone with with integrity someone who is willing to not just just so we're very also clear at your political opponent this you know? is this is that's the liberal in nice. me
1: it's a 30 something white guy who wants to see another 30 something right guy running the world True. okay yeah. so like there's probably some level of identity there that you feel affinity that we probably both feel we don't fully understand like but that's sort of the thing about well, I, like, I don't it's, expect, white him to win. I just think expect Kanye white.
0: West to win. The, the oh God, no! But like, he's just for
1: 2020. But like, you know, like it's a like he. I think he could do it. I but I also am cautious after Barack Obama because of how fast that all came about and the early mistakes that were made in his presidency that like we just couldn't get around. um And I, what was maybe the last
0: presidency that didn't feature enormous mistakes? Um
1: uh, yeah. So good point. Maybe Eisenhower? Eisenhower maybe? But no, it had Operation Wetback. That yeah, was a I was real about, mistake. That's
0: what popped into my mind too. You know? I was like, like no, I had some mistakes. It's an, you fumble a little bit like, oh, I accidentally just genocided somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's a high-stakes job, Darwin. It's a high-stakes high job. job. It's a high-stakes job. It's a high-stakes job. I think that That's
1: Barack why I don't Obama, envy our president. I, I
0: critiqued him. I, I, I even voted against him in the second term. But I, I got to say – Overall, I think he'll be remembered as like the 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 last crash like the last calm before the storm. In many ways, something not happening on your watch is the most impressive thing at all of all.
1: You're probably right about that. And now I have a dark face on to end this out. So (laughs) Lofty Darwinism, everyone. Thank you for your time. We'll be back. All
0: right, lofty Darwinism. (laughs)